Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly is back on the air. And thank you for tuning in. And we uh, talk about all the little critters in our life on this show. And we have a real vet. (laughs) (laughs) We fired the fake one. (laughs) We got got a real one. Dr. Kelly, who uh, works out of Mequon at the East Town Veterinary Clinic. And, um, you know, I think some of our listeners may have been a little nervous between last week and this. Maybe they're having a little... Separation anxiety. Oh, you're right. To the yes. show. That's so, what we're going to talk about so today. So we're back to talk about that. Yeah. So, so we talked about barking last week, and, right. and one type of barking did have to do with anxiety. Um, and right. so I thought, well, why not talk about separation anxiety this time? Um, so I see a lot of separation anxiety, probably in part because I see a lot of secondhand dogs. (laughs) What a sad title. (laughs) (laughs) All right. People like to call them rescues. (laughs) Most of them were not actually rescued from a dire situation. They just were, you know, (laughs) at a fairly nice shelter. Someone gave them up, but they they didn't really need to be rescued from death or anything. Rescued from one blanket and went to another. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but that is our comment term now as a, as a rescue. Yeah. Um, and so dogs who have, uh, you know, were born, they had a litter, they went to a home, uh, they, you know, developed normally, forgot about their, you know, original home where they were born and, uh, you know, bonded with their new owners. If they lose that home, all of a sudden, you know, they're taken to a shelter one day for whatever reason. Sure. And they get a new home. There is definitely trauma that can occur in the susceptible dog brain and so when they do get adopted and they like their situation after about a month maybe six weeks separation anxiety can appear and it often appears as um, a dog who 
visibly becomes anxious when you start to get ready to leave because they know what yeah. your cues are that yeah. you're leaving and they maybe uh, become quite a bit worse if you put them in a confined space, particularly a crate or a kennel. Sure, sure. And the typical behaviors that they will exhibit will be excessive drooling. When you come home, there's a huge, unbelievably, <laughs> uh, unbelievable amount of saliva yeah. sitting where the dog's been sitting. Sure. Uh, or you just you can tell that they have been trying to get out. They have aimed some sort of destruction, like scratching mm. it wooden door frames or the back of a door or pull down curtains around the window um, often their destructive behavior is aimed at the exits um, what they perceive as a way to get to you wow yeah it's powerful stuff i know it's terrible it's I really mean, sad because this is a panic disorder yeah. it is based on anxiety and you know we think it's because okay you've left yeah. and they experienced trauma when they were left by a previous owner that they were bonded with and every time you leave and they're home alone they just don't know if you're coming back. Now, I have a question that probably will seem uh, yeah. amusing, but I, I swear this is a serious question. Does does this ever crop up in cats? Sup I, supposedly, but I've never <laughs> seen it. Because <laughs> yes. cats are so much more, I mean, they just uh, yes. seem a little more comfortable in their own skins, so to speak. I mean, um, Yeah, and it's not that they are somehow less sensitive to psychological trauma. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that doesn't seem to be how they manifest it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just curious. <laughs> um, so, and, and then uh, piggybacking on that, are there any breeds who you just, you seldom if ever would see this in? I mean, is there's like, hmm. oh, wow, there's like a, a separation anxiety free breed? breed. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. That okay. would be great. So, yeah, um, yeah. But we do see it more in some breeds sure. than others. Okay. Well, um, let's talk about, I mean, yeah. if it's, unless I'm jumping the gun. but I No, mean, that's okay. fine. Yeah, let's talk uh, about. So I tend to see it more in herding breeds. Okay. So German Shepherds, um, Australian Shepherds, Border Collies, uh, what? I, I guess I haven't seen it much in Shelties, but a few. Mm. Um, so animals that were bred originally for guarding a herd. Sure. <laughs> um, and it's I suspect... understandable that uh, maybe they would have an issue Maybe. Like that, I, yeah. Although I, I suspect that... <laughs> this is going to sound insulting to other breeds. It has to do with intelligence. <laughs> I think that the smarter the dog, the more prone they are to anxiety. Sure, absolutely. I mean, no, that makes perfect sense. I can see that. I mean, or the more potential they have to be prone. You know, to anxiety. I think in humans too. Oddly oh, enough, I don't know. I've, I've yeah, met, I don't know. I've met some. You know, like my my more anxious friends, and I'm one of them. I'm one of the anxious people. Um, I, I think are also remarkably brilliant. I do hmm. find that like it's a weird sort Maybe of thing. There is like, a connection yeah. there in Absolutely. people too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Of course, we don't we, we don't chew the doors. No, <laughs> or rip the curtains. Thank as much. goodness, <laughs> are, we don't have the teeth for it. No. We would be in terrible shape then. <laughs> but uh, oh my! And it's not that I don't see separation anxiety in non-herding breeds. I certainly do. I yeah. see it in you know again most often in dogs who've been rehomed. Sure. Um, but it can also crop up in dogs who've never been rehomed. And yeah. we don't know why. Yeah. Um, I once had a dog from a shelter personally who only had one, you know, previous owner, but they gave it up because it developed separation anxiety. Oh, they couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, and uh, honestly, it's I understand because um, yeah. it's horrible yeah. to try to live with and they can absolutely. literally do thousands of dollars of damage in sure. one day sure. absolutely. Yeah, to your home. Um, in my, I we're uh, dealing with this a little bit right now with our new girl, this uh, little multi yeah. multi poo. I mean, and how she, old is she? She is about 
I'm going to say heading into three to four months in that yeah. area there. Okay, so that's really young. starting to develop. I mean, she hates when uh, I, I sprung her from her kennel, and uh, I just kind of closed the kitchen door. Now we have this nice sliding door. It's a wooden door, so I suspect I'll be doing some, uh, but her, her claws are so minuscule. She's, uh, yeah, again, she's not doing a lot of two damage. And half, <laughs> two and a half pounds of dog there. Oh, um, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel, you feel terrible. I mean, when I leave for the day, I'm just, I'm kind of, uh, you know, I, I try to remind her that I will return. <laughs> not that yeah. the English language has much. Uh, so what do you do? So what can you do then well, that's when you the have to leave? <laughs> yes. Is, you know, obviously you could probably bring your dog everywhere and maybe no one would know. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to let the library, di- library director know that we have a library pet now. <laughs> it's a library dog. And uh, filer in the 300s. <laughs> what we want to <laughs> do um, as part of their treatment yeah. is one thing we want to accomplish is to uncouple the beginning of their panic with noticing your leaving cues. Yeah, yeah. So a dog learns pretty quickly that when you sit down on this chair, put on your shoes, grab your coat and grab your keys that you're about to leave. So dogs with separation anxiety start to panic when they see that particular behavior from you. Sure. So one way we deal with that is by hiding it, (laughs) not letting the dog see it. So some people will maybe an hour before they leave, they'll put their purse and their keys in the garage, come back in, do other things. And another way to, you know, um, what unhook or disconnect their panic from those cues is to purposely sometimes when you are not leaving you are staying home you sit down on that chair you put on your shoes you grab your coat you grab your keys and then you go sit on the couch and watch tv <laughs> watch television. you you fake them out in yeah, other words yeah. so that they learn that every time they see these things oh you're not necessarily leaving that's, that's not the you know that's not a law <laughs> yeah yeah that's good advice I so like that's that. one yeah. you know one goal yeah um, another goal behaviorally is to build up their confidence about being alone Mm -hmm. and you may have to start by picking a room in your home throwing some treats in there letting them run in there to pick up the treats close the door open the door literally don't even count to one before you open the door and because they haven't had a chance to display any anxiety you praise them Oh, sure, sure, sure. And then you try this exercise, you know, many times over, like, say, five minutes, you know, over weeks. Yeah. um, Maybe hopefully every day or at least several times a week. And you slowly increase the time. Okay. And they learn that, you know, you're always going to open the door and be there. Yeah. Yeah. So... With this, um, with the separation anxiety or, or yeah. SA, <laughs> give, you know, gotta no. shorten it. Um, you you don't see it manifest right away, like you said. I mean, you it takes them a while to become hyper attached. Yeah, it yeah. usually seems like about four to six weeks in my personal experience. Yeah, someone adopts a dog. The first three weeks are great. Yeah, it's a sunshine, and then and problems start to happen yeah. because they've become attached. Yeah, before that, you were just another stop, and they didn't know if they were really staying. Right, yeah. right. Do they? I mean, this is a more of a esoteric question, I guess. But I mean, do they know or have proven that dogs have memories of their prior living arrangements and their prior owners? And do they? I know it sounds a little strange, but do they miss them? I mean, is that what's going on there, or is it just something a little more abstract? I, know I think I mean. it's more like grief. Okay. okay. Yeah, like they probably have come to the realization that they're never going back. 
Oof. Yeah, that's that's pretty stark. Yeah, I can. Jeez. And again, we can't warning? ask them, yeah. so we don't no, really know. No, I know. I, like I said, it's an esoteric question. But can um, they remember? That's a good question. So if like, someone has lost their dog and then five right. years later got to see the dog, would the dog have any memory of this them? Is, this is the $100 question. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But if they do, it's probably very different than ours. Yeah, very different. Odor, probably odor related. I, I suspect suppose. it yeah. is scent related, yeah. and that there's some like tickle in the back of their brain. Yeah, like, hmm. But they probably don't remember. Oh, we used to do this, right. and I used to live in a three bedroom house. You know, <laughs> I used to love. It's, it's not going to be like your memory, right? Yeah, I used to love watching American <laughs> Idol with you uh, back in the day. <laughs> <That was awesome. laughs> oh, dogs! You're a fascinating, fascinating animal. We're going to take a break. We come back, we'll uh, hopefully talk about some more techniques and uh, what we can do about this big problem. Calm down, puppies. We're coming back, <laughs> I swear, from the break. <laughs> We're back with the radio vet with Dr. Kelly, and we're talking about a <laughs> a nerve wracking uh, topic yes. today: uh, separation Next. anxiety. And as I promised, we came back from the break. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. Um, so, so yeah, things you may notice, you know, early, or what are you know other symptoms besides yeah. drooling and yeah, not right. wanting to go in a crate? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, barking. Yeah. You know. I, you know, long stretches of barking That's while you're gone. That's my girl's uh, yeah. chosen uh, expression. Pausing for a while yeah. and then going back to it again. Oh, Destruction, yeah. as I mentioned. Going to the bathroom in the house where they didn't before. Sure. Yeah. So sure, sure. say the first three weeks of a new dog at home who's an adult and already house trained, no problems. But then you start coming home, you know, to, yeah. to messes in the house. And that's a new problem. Sure, that sure. is a big symptom of separation anxiety. And that's when people really start trying to contain them, yeah. which makes them worse if it's a small containment. Um, so, well, my, my girl, it's funny when I walk her, uh, to the, uh, her little kennel, which, yes. um, you know, and you know, we pick her up uh, constantly throughout the day. She's actually carried more than she walks as far as I can tell. Um, but, uh, my daughter just thinks she's a princess and just will just, yeah. I'm going to hold her all day long. Right. And that's fine. I said, her legs are going to atrophy, but that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but when I walk her across the living room because I'll have to you know, pick her up on the way out to the door and go across the threshold in the main hallway into the kitchen. I feel her whole body becomes this tense yes. rock. And yes. I'm like, oh, you know where you're going. Uh, yeah. And so I, I, I hate that. And I'd right. like to, to not feel that way. Luckily, we're not doing the candle anymore. We're just clo closing her in the okay. kitchen now, which is vinyl flooring. So whatever happens, happens. And that's yeah. okay. It's easily, uh, you know. So there's uh, today was her first day. So I don't even know. When I go home for lunch after this broadcast, <laughs> I'll find. I'll let There's you know. There's no more vital flooring. Yeah, she has removed it. <laughs> Stacked it neatly Absolutely. in the corner. <laughs> Each square. It's very nice. I like her approach. Uh, no, but I mean, I, I'm, you know, yeah. She it's, may be a lot less anxious being left in a larger space. I hope so. You, you That's may, the goal. That's and the goal. I find with mild separation anxiety when people are like, well, yeah. you know, we put the dog in the crate and now we've just got three broken teeth and yeah. we have to, you know, have this Oof. dental work and what should we do? Sometimes Harm. it's Jeez. let's take a leap of faith and not use the crate. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, oh, 
they're okay. Let's close the deal. That, yeah. that was okay. Absolutely. They're probably still doing some pacing, but at least they're not destroying anything and they're not hurting themselves. <laughs> more room to pace. That's great. They have more <laughs> options. I think options are good for because us. Because the, you know, the smallness of the crate <laughs> sure. does make it worse somehow. Yeah, I can well, I understand. I mean, it's like a little claustrophobia. I guess mm-hmm. we I don't know if that translates to dogs or not, but um I it may know. just be that it's a, a really um in your face kind of barrier between the yeah. pet and you. Sure, sure. It's yeah. a, well, it's it's you're in jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're basically been yeah. incarcerated for the day. So if you know if yeah. if they're left in a, a room with the, uh, the crate as an option with an open door, yes, they might actually did. go in it. I'm I, we, yeah. I did just that when I left this morning. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that all works out. Plus various blanket options. One of which is in front of the uh, uh, the register where the uh, heat comes uh, yes. out. So I have a feeling she's going to really opt for that pretty quick. So we're hoping for the <laughs> best. I would. I mean, you know, it's just me. Um, um, so in more severe cases, yeah. you know, where real damage is being done, you know, the dog's basically in danger of losing its home again, yeah. you know, because yeah. you can't live with that for very long Absolutely. or a lot of people just won't. Yeah. Uh, understandably, I think so. And you the know, larger when, the dog, the more the damage, I would yeah, think. I mean, yeah. And when yeah. someone comes in and their dog obviously has moderate to severe separation anxiety, I try really hard to get them on two medications one that takes a while to start working and one that's going to help right away yeah and then we eventually probably don't need the one that was you know helping in the short run yeah uh, in order to to deal with it so again what the medication will do is not only take down their anxiety level chemically yes (laughs) it will help them be in a place in their minds where they can actually learn sure because when they're experiencing the level of stress oh, yeah. and anxiety sure. that they are experiencing, they really can't learn very easily. It's just blind terror. I mean, yeah. it's fight or flight. It's all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And usually not a lot of learning goes on in those modes for us yeah. either. You yeah. know, I mean, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. And what's, what's strange, I think, about the medications, um, the most common one that's used, you know, more long-term, uh, therapeutically um those are the ssris the selective serotonin reuptake sure. inhibitors everybody's familiar with prozac and oh, yeah. paxil and zoloft well they've been around long enough that they're available generic and cheaply <laughs> and so now you know dogs can take them <laughs> dogs who don't have insurance <laughs> and it's wait a minute something, something's very wrong here uh, we'll get into that some other show it's a different uh, topic for another yeah day. so those yeah. are commonly chosen for you know for therapy along with the behavioral approaches where yeah. we teach them to have confidence being alone when they can't see you and we teach them that grabbing your keys doesn't mean the end of the world um so something you may want to do if you carry (laughs) your little dog around and you feel her body getting tense oh sure do that when you're not leaving yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, and I, yeah, I, I mean, I, but actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I mean, if I pick her up, I'm usually sitting in a recliner because we're going to snuggle for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my teddy bear. Um, and, uh, but I don't really walk around the right. house with her. You just kind so of. So if you I, go through your walking toward true. the kitchen routine. Yeah. You may feel her tense up, but then you go back to the recliner or you set her down and do something else. This is why Dr. Yeah. Kelly has paid the big bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's, that's a great idea. Yeah. So we'll, we'll begin that uh, today. Yeah, uh, we'll just because she has goes. learned that cue, yeah. and if it does I'm... begin her anxiety, because you can actually no. physically feel it oh, when you're touching her. 100%. It's like yeah. this little, uh, uh, imagine uh, picking up a tense uh, brick. <laughs> it's like you pick yeah. up a brick, but it's like it's, like it's not, it's heavier than the usual brick. It's just, she it's may be just... tiny, but she's all muscle. She is. <laughs> she is. I think I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, she's uh, a little multi-poo. But um, so have you seen any like recent cases where, 
here. I mean, like, I guess I'm looking for right now are happy endings. Happy endings, yes. yes. So I remember one patient who developed anxiety um, at a specific stage of puppy development. It was actually, I think, around eight to nine months of age. Um, and oh, okay. it's named and it it's not as predictable as we would hope it would be. It can occur anywhere from like probably six to 12 months of age, maybe even longer, but it's called their second fear period. It's a period of brain development. Um, So all puppies have their first fear period around eight weeks of age. (laughs) And it's just this uh, stage of brain development in which they can be they're afraid of some new things, but yeah. when they're at eight weeks, they recover easily and they move past it. Okay. When they're at more like nine, 10, 11 months, that's when it can become permanent. Okay. And so this okay. puppy developed separation anxiety right around nine to 10 months of age. And we had her on late stage uh, yeah. <laughs> separation anxiety. And how so weird. we had her on, um, we put her on medication yeah. and we changed how she was uh, being kept home, like what she was in <laughs> as a <laughs> containment system right. when she was home alone. And she actually did get over it. She got okay. off medication by 12 months. You oh, know, she was pretty done. quick, actually. I mean, that's it was actually really quick. It was actually really quick. Yeah. Interesting. Um, And then there are many who um, improve with medication and behavioral therapy, although I honestly don't know how much people are doing at home behavior wise because people are, you know, they're busy and maybe they're hoping the medication alone will be enough (laughs) because it's easier to take a pill. Happy pill. (laughs) Well, we need another happy pill. And uh, (laughs) they'll think, okay, well, they've been on it for a few months. They're better, but they still kind of have it. So maybe the medication isn't doing anything. And then they try to stop. Oh, that doesn't go <laughs> oh, no. well oh, in many no. cases. Oh my gosh! <laughs> then they realize cold, how much the medicine was doing. Cold turkey? Like I just unfortunately, throw I think a that lot of them do try quitting never cold works. turkey, and that's, that's not a good, not, not a good thing. You have a works, no. your serotonin level bottoms out, <laughs> and it's bad <laughs> for a dog, especially. I can yeah. just imagine this little, you know, twelve pound, fifteen pound, twenty. I mean, that's holy cow. That's not a way to go. Um, you know, it's funny. We're talking. It's about the same time as the separations. I, I have noticed that. Uh, our little girl just this week started to um, bark at strangers in the house. That's new. Ah. It's around the same time. And I don't know if it's that puppy brain developing. And again, she's at the like sort of at the three month, four month area. But for a dog as tiny as she is, she's microscopic. Her development is sped up. Okay. Okay. You know, so a giant breed dog, like say a Great Dane. Sure. They aren't done with their bone growth till 18 to 24 months. Okay. Your dog's probably already done. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I can stop shopping in other for ways clothes. Might uh, be sped up too. Interesting. Yeah. Also, maybe we're at that nine. Maybe that's because yeah. it, it was unexpected. Like yeah. the other day, my my daughter had a friend over, mm-hmm. and she just—I mean, she wasn't vicious. She was or like, stranger, like that. stranger, stranger. But yeah, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that uh-huh. kind of bark. Stranger, stranger, stranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is new because again, she before she didn't care. She was just like she was happy to see any everybody, and now she was just like, oh. Well, now she's also I'm... developed a sense of home yeah. and what's what belongs. She's you know, like a toddler, everything <laughs> belongs where, in its place. She knows where the TV belongs, <laughs> the remote, the yeah, absolutely very right, good. Right, so maybe uh, you know, until another maybe few weeks passes, you don't want to rearrange the furniture. You might really turn her world <laughs> so, upside down. No major <laughs> projects, absolutely. Well, so there's hope. I mean, that's what's nice to hear yes. about uh, with she separation. May, she well, may just, just her. continue passing through it and yeah, be done. Yeah, that yeah. would be wonderful. Absolutely. And, oh, and yeah. you know, hopefully it stays very mild and then it's done. Everything about her is mild. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
okay, that's she's so good. Small. She's so small. It's just like, you know. Um, but again, and with separation anxiety, too, if you're in the thick of it or in the throes of it, um, obviously, God, you need adr- help. address it now and <laughs> yeah, talk to your vet. I mean, help. talking to your vet's probably a really good place to start, One, obviously. It can be so bad. Yeah. Some people try to keep their, you know, take the dog with them, but keep them in the car while they're at work if they're in the right kind of climate and they come back and the, the seats are completely ripped up. Yeah. Yeah, or you know. worse, they may repaint your car with uh, bodily or, uh, in stuff. In a couple cases, yeah. I've had dogs break through windows to get out, Man. actually break out. That's like of major cars and homes self harm. Exactly, stuff. and oh I gosh. had one dog chew a two foot by two foot hole in the side of a trailer. Wow. Yeah. That's not e- That's some serious jaw stuff yeah. going on there. Holy yeah. cow! So this is a real panic it really is disorder and it's not something that is discussed as much as i think people especially if you're going to like the humane society i bet they don't give you a sheet of paper on separation anxiety they probably give you a lot of stuff on housebreaking and everything but they should probably include that because it sounds like a large possibility with a dog you're going to bring home from i i bet some places do because you know we're pretty i feel like in ozaki county um, and the milwaukee you know um area that we have really good humane societies right i really right. feel like that well if they're yeah. not they should <laughs> because it really is a topic that's not going away anytime soon that's exactly. for sure so interesting stuff as always well uh thank you for coming in and well, uh, you're welcome and and i know you're coming back <laughs> you're, coming, you're coming back right i'm coming back okay, i will okay. always next week you're coming okay oh, all right i don't have to chew through the library <laughs> take your prozac we'll see you next week <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.